Today's episode of the Greatest People You've Never Met podcast is brought to you by the Visual Identity Vault. The Visual Identity Vault is the official merchandise supplier for the greatest people you've never met. You can pick up the basics like t-shirts, hoodies, to headwear, and premium wear. The Visual Identity Vault is a full-service decorated apparel and marketing business located in my hometown of Fairmont, Minnesota. Shipping is included in all pricing, so we make it simple to order, pay, will produce, and ship. TVIV, a proud sponsor of the GPYNM pod. All right, welcome in to another episode of the Greatest People You've Never Met podcast. Uh, joining me today on short notice, filling in, taking a spot that wasn't for him, but making it work is the infamous Taco. What up, Benny? What up, Talk? How, How you, you know? doing, brother? I'm great, man. It's summer. It is. Uh, living that teacher life, so you got a whole lot going on right now. Yeah, you know, sleep until 11, up till 2. It's perfect. Yeah, so not a whole lot's changed in your world um, <laughs> ever. So you loving Clorinda? I see you're in Fairmont right now. Yeah, I am. I'm back home for a short trip, but yeah, Clorinda's great. It's warm. Golf all, day, all the time and yeah. staying busy. Uh, so those of you listening who aren't aware where Clorinda is, basically Missouri, but in Iowa. Right. It's like Fairmont. Yeah. It's real close to the southern border of Iowa. So not a whole lot happening down there. Um, so before we get too carried away and people are like, who's this character named Taco? Uh, welcome to another episode of the Best Friends uh Invite. I don't know what we want to call this, but the showcase, I guess. Um, so, yeah, I mean, there's been taco references on many pods, many a pods. Sure. Um, only person in our friend group with an actual nickname. Um, yeah. The only person in the world, I think, outside of the made up character from the. Uh, what the was league? that fa- fantasy football? So, yeah, the league. Yeah. The league. That goes by Taco. It's not, yeah, you did by far, by far first. Um, not as complex as it sounds. <clears throat> Taco's dad owns, uh, what, three, four now? Three. Three Taco John's locations, uh, Fairmont and then Mankato, St. Peter, or two in Mankato. Mankato. Two, two in Mankato. Mankato, yep. So we always talk about St. Peter, but it just never came through. Yeah. So someday, uh, you'll get to hear Lance's story because that's a good one that. Needs to be shared with the world as well. But uh, today, um, today we got Taco on. So welcome, Taco. Uh, Taco also has a comment for every pod ever recorded of mine. <laughs> Somehow, some way, uh, most of the time, good. I'm not. I'm not being negative. Uh, you'll also see if you listen to Brandon and I's pod how we talked about how much shit we give Logan Taco. Uh, you'll probably see that today. So I'm waiting for it. I figured you'd have a comment by now, but you you've held out and I'm kind of impressed. Yeah, no, I just, I'm just letting it flow, uh, going for a ride here. (laughs) Just seeing what happens with, with the day I'm, I'm comfortable. It's a Friday, you know, uh, living for Fridays and here we are, dude. So just like our back, back in high school and driving around. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Taco was always the driver. A lot of times he was the driver. Um, many a trips in many a cars from a Grand Prix to a G6. Yes. Um, lots of good times. Uh, yeah, you the uh, yeah, I do. I do. Those <laughs> were those were fun. Uh, lots of fun. 
I mean, I, it's not incriminating, but uh, yeah, we were. I think the best one, yeah, was definitely coming back from Marshall one time, and we all were standing outside of a hotel peeing because we thought the hotel was locked, and then Peshke walked inside, and all of a sudden he comes out with some orange juice, and we're like, where'd you get orange juice? And he went inside to go to the bathroom and then came out and said, um, the, the lady at the front desk asked him if he needed anything. He's like, yeah, I'd love some orange juice, and she went and got him a couple of them cups of orange juice. So quick thinking on that. I remember most movie. about that, though, honestly was when you were trying to get money out from that great Western bank oh, and man. your credit card. I was actually just telling Ton that story. Um, Cause she has like a chase. So there's a chase bank right by us and her business card is chase. So like anytime she gets cash, it's the same, it's the same thing. So we, we were going through the drive through on a Sunday at the bank and uh, I told her that story. So it was the first time where I'd ever seen a ATM insert like all the way your debit card and no, I, no, no, no. <laughs> I was yeah 18 19 years old and wasn't like there was a whole lot of money on there but all the money on there I needed and it sucked it in and I freaked out dude I thought it was gone forever uh instant panic you could tell I'd never been anywhere in my life uh yeah, dude, that was a that was a scary one. That was a scary situation. I also love that about you. You're much like me, where you remember a lot of those off the wall things that people don't. Um, so right. it makes for good reminiscing times. Absolutely. Uh, I was thinking about on the way down here uh, the Ouija board run we had. Oh my god! So you know how you told me not to have any notes? Yeah, you that made notes. Wanna, that made me want to puke. Like. Being a teacher, I'm like, I, I got to have notes. So you did so, make notes? I absolutely took notes. Yes, okay, definitely. I think good. that we need to talk about. Yeah. Uh, so the Ouija board run, uh, that was really you, Maxwell, and myself uh, going into my senior year, going into your junior year of high school. Taco yeah. had a Ouija board. Uh, and we we messed with it, I think, a little too much, <clears throat> if I'm being honest. Uh, for some reason, somebody was after you, you and Maxwell. I was fine. Yeah. Other than my mom wanting to kick me out of the house for playing with it at the kitchen table. Yeah, Tanya did not like that we were playing with that. I remember uh, her and Lance coming home, and it was us three at your, yeah, literally your kitchen table playing with a Ouija board, and she was not happy. So, which Lance, rightfully so. Um, I think Lance thought it was a big joke, and it probably was, but it was a creepy night that followed. Um Explain it because I wasn't there, but no, yeah, because I took Max home and then we just saw like a bunch of people. Like, I mean, it was late at night, that's what I think was so weird. We just saw a bunch of people walking around all over Fairmont at night, like very sketchy characters. And it's probably nothing, I think, where a lot of it was being in our own head. Um, maybe, but it's also downtown Fairmont, you just never know what you're gonna see down there, yeah. And then we, uh, I remember seeing like multiple semis with like one headlight and like, not that that means anything, but you usually don't see any cause they comply by traffic laws pretty well. And yeah, that's just weird. Yeah. So I just didn't like it, dude, uh, if I'm being honest. And well, the fact that it was spelling out full names as we were playing with it. Yeah, this is weird. Oh. I just don't like it. I don't want to talk about it. I'm getting the heebs, honestly <laughs> talking about it. Uh, if you have a Ouija board, burn it. And that's what I'm going to say. 
I mean, yours was an old school one too. That was like your mom or dad's, like that they've had. Dad's, yeah, supposedly blessed by like somebody. I don't know, like demonically blessed or by a little bit of both. Why not? Yeah, Yeah, I don't know. That's I don't like it, dude. I don't like it. Uh, Very disappeared. I don't know what happened to it. I'm sure when they moved to the new house that your mom threw it away because no, I brought it to college. Oh, you took it with you. Yeah, and then I, I think I might have given it to Luke. I don't know, but it's gone. Yeah, good. That's a good place for it to be. It's gone. Uh, yeah, I think. Yeah, that's a real good spot for it to end up. Yeah. Uh, no, didn't like that. Um, yeah, I remember we also would we went down to Esterville to the where the the ghosts were supposed to push you up that hill. Yeah, what was that like? That's a cemetery, right? Then there's a cemetery at the bottom of the hill. Yeah. Right. That. Like if you what sprinkle baking soda on your car, you can see handprints of the people pushing you up the hill, but yeah. you're actually going downhill. And whatever. and it's just your handprints from the oil. Right. Yeah, right. yeah. So we did that. Um, pretty dumb. Uh, you believe it a, it a little bit? It, yeah. It's, it is a trip. I think it's just weird. Uh, probably shitty road construction. It kind of makes you look like you're going up, but you're actually rolling backwards. So, yeah. No. Good times. Yeah. Yeah. Real, real good times. And why we decided to do all these things late at night makes no sense. Um, I also like to point out to people that we literally grew up in the middle of nowhere. And uh, yeah, we just, you know, we, we didn't really have rules or curfews as long as we just ended up at somebody's place. So, right. uh, yeah, I think it was just like, all right. I don't know. I don't know. It's weird to think about. You're absolutely right. Like we would just do stuff like hang out at midnight, you know? So yeah. For no reason. Yeah. We have no life. What do you have in there? No duels? How'd you know? No, it's a nor- Northeast. <laughs> yeah. That's a, it's probably the first Northeast on this podcast. So shout out episode 61 or wherever we're at here. Uh, can't wait to get back and have one of those. Actually, that sounds really good. Uh, I'm excited for you to be back up here and, Sit on lake. Yeah, no. You guys are me for drinking beer and not mixed drinks all the time. Can't wait. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, we'll find something to make fun of you for. So there it is. Uh, there's Logan complaining about us making fun of him. There, That's where it always heads to. Um, so we can wrap this thing up. We're about 10 minutes in, exactly 10 minutes, and that's the podcast because that's how it always goes. So um, now, and you can also tell I only call him Logan when I get like slightly irritated or only when you're mad at me. Do you bring <laughs> Logan? Uh, nobody I like to dispute nonsense with more than Taco. What do you got for me? I know you got something. Bro. Oh, we'll get there. But I just like I think in general, uh, you and I hate being wrong with each other more than I like being right. Yeah, I and, just want to be wrong, and we die on the hill. <laughs> Yes. Like pretty hard. Times. Yeah. We, we will die on the hill, whatever our hill is. Uh, we will die there because we do not want to be wrong to the other person. And then we'll get over that argument within seconds and not even know what we were talking about. Yeah. No. Yeah. One of us will look really dumb and then we'll just move on with our lives. But it's, it makes, it makes for a fun time and a good friendship. Absolutely. Um, well, why don't you tell the people about you being a teacher? Um, what's it like? I've had one other teacher on my boy, Dalton McQueen shout out. Uh, and he's leaving, he's leaving the industry. You know, he just doesn't feel the passion anymore. And I know there's a lot of changes in the world. 
right? right. So where where in your heart and, and mind are you on your teaching scale? Are you still all in on this thing? I love it, yeah. I mean, being able to be a difference in kids' lives, um, you know, what were you like in high school, kind of just rebels without a cause. Yeah. Um, trying to just lead them in the right direction and start making better decisions and figure out what to do in the same we call life. Um, it's a lot of fun. Like, yeah, teach English, whatever. That's just a part of it. Like the things we talk about in class are more important than what we're reading or writing about. Right. What's um, What was it like um, going to a super small town? I mean, it, it is a, I mean, a fairly small town. To the rest of the yeah. world, it's a super small town. Um, yeah. Like really knowing nobody. I mean, you, you've never had a problem making friends either, but um, mm. probably a weird transition when you're trying to fit into something like that. You know, a, a, new, a new district, a school, trying to make yeah. your mark where people have already been, you know, kind of set up and established. Yeah. It's, uh, it's scary, you know, um, taking a chance and moving four hours away from home or hours away from anybody, you know, and putting your roots down and trying to navigate through life and make it make friends. Um, I, I was surrounded by really good people when I started off at the middle school. Um, Andy Harris, was a guy right next door to me and he took me under his wing and really led me to be more confident. Uh, my principal, Josh Porter took her, took a chance on me, like a 22 year old kid straight out of college and found me an apartment, found me or gave me a job and just believed in me. And that really helped me out the most was just having people around me that believed in me and told me I could do it. Yeah. Was there, there's some people that come back to Fairmont and teach, obviously. Was that ever something you wanted to do? Um, yes and no. Like, yeah, because, like, I have so many great memories of being here. Uh, and I, I think it's a great place to ra raise your family and stuff. But no, because I also know if I come back here, I'll always just be taco. Like, I can't be Logan. I can't be myself, if right. that makes sense. Yeah, for sure. No, I get it 100%. Um I think especially if you go back and you teach somewhere and then your teachers and your coaches are now your colleagues, right? <clears throat> That's probably a totally different world. And, you know, I get it. I get that a lot. I understand why people also like, I know that there's like a lot of Martin County West kids that teach in Fairmont and like Fairmont people go and teach at Martin County West. But if they want to come back to the area or go to Blue Earth, I understand all that. It makes it, it makes sense more in that world than a lot of others, to be honest. Oh yeah, hundred percent. And when I say like I'd just be talking like that's a hundred percent legit because most teachers did not know my first name. I don't no. know if you know that at all. But <laughs> I don't know a lot of people that do know your first name. I had to put my actual name on Facebook and taco in parentheses. So people knew who I was. Yeah. Because if you, if you just told people Logan Peterson, they'd have no idea. Not a clue. Which is hilarious because <laughs> it's such a dumb nickname, but obviously it makes sense. Like I touched on, but it's, it's literally, it's you. There's no, I mean, it's not right. Yeah. I, I, I mean, our like, friends as parents, Refer to you as Taco, like to everybody that has ever known you, you're Taco. Right. Yeah. As 30 year, 30 year olds right now. Yeah. If you say Logan Peterson in Fairmont, 
75 percent of people not would not know who you're talking about right i would argue um so shout out don waltich for that nickname in second grade here we are uh weasel himself um that'd be a good podcast too i should reach out to the donald hey Back. Baseball going back to state. Yeah, he's got a chance to to wear the crown again. That's pretty sweet. Uh, yeah, dude, that's weird. Now that you think of it, I mean, that you say it like that, it's nothing. I mean, when I moved here, I left because I didn't want to be stuck. Not that there's anything wrong with living in Fairmont and, like you said, raising a family and making a life. There's a lot of great people that have done that, but I just knew it ultimately wasn't for me, and I think the people around me knew that too. And they could see that and Ooh. that I needed bigger things. Right. So I get that. Um, but yeah, I, I, I understand your decision to, to move away. You've made some good friends. I mean, I've, I've enjoyed meeting obviously like Colin and, Oh yeah. Um, you think you're just, you're just around, you're right. You're around good people and that's what makes it, that's what makes it go quick. Has there ever been any other opportunities that you felt like pursuing or going somewhere else since you've been down there? Um, or is it a Clorinda life for taco? I really wanted to be like, I'm a loyal person. You know that about me. Like, yeah. Loyal through and through, but so like, I want to stick it out. I want to be there forever, but I'm not naive enough to say like, if there's not a better opportunity, I'm not going to say no to it. Right. Like Jeff Jansen, an avid listener, by the way. Oh, I know. Um, yeah. He's a, yeah, there's another one. And we're just going to keep saying people that need to be on the pod. There's another one. He is an right. avid listener. He reaches out a lot. Yeah. He just reached out to me this past year about applying and taking over his position uh, in Indianola, which is just south of Des Moines, which I think would be a lot of fun to be around Jeff, but I just didn't think it was the right time to leave just yet. Right. So, um, cause he's stepping out of a teaching role and then like admin or what? Uh, he's going to be like a teacher leader. Like, so more of like, uh, um, it's hard to say for his position or each school's different. So he might be leading, uh, professional development for the school. He might be in charge of, um, just the English department and looking at their curriculum. I'm not really sure. I haven't gotcha. had a chance to talk too much about it. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. I saw that. I saw that. I didn't know what that. I saw he posted, but I didn't know what that movement for him. But shout out JJ. Um, yeah. No, that uh, that would be a good spot. You guys could coach basketball together. Be a couple yeah, Fairmont guys. We've talked about that. It just about finding the right fit, and maybe it'll happen someday down the road. Who knows? Yeah, it is. Uh, it is pretty crazy, uh, and it'll probably work out like that someday. And it's nuts how the world works and pulls people together. Uh, my head coach at my school, he's he was born in Owatonna. Uh, what? Really? Yeah, and he is actually going to be in Fairmont when we're in Fairmont. He, his aunts and uncles uh, and cousins all live in Fairmont. And they're having the Stangler family reunion in, awesome. in Fairmont. So, uh, just a super small world. Um, yeah. But in the DC, he actually left, but he helped uh, interview me. He left uh, not too long ago. I was really excited to learn from him. But he was from Spicer, and he went to. Uh, Bemidji State. So it was what just, small I know, it's kind of going to be a cool spot to have three Minnesota guys, you know, yeah. running a, a, a 5A school down here in Arizona. So I was looking forward to it. But yeah, dude, that would be, uh, that'd be a cool move. Des Moines is a sweet area too. Uh, yeah. Probably keeps you about the same amount of distance from home too, right? 
Yeah, probably. I mean, right now it's pretty much a straight shot. Like if you draw a straight line, you'll from Fairmont to Clarinda, you might meander by a centimeter if you're looking at a map. Yeah. It's pretty much 71 the whole way up to Emmitsburg. And then I take back roads to Ceylon. Yeah. So, Come in. Which most people don't know what that means, but we do. Yeah. I think the I think probably the good basis this listening audience knows where Ceylon's at. But right. um yeah, dude. No, that would be uh that'd be cool for you, I think. That's exciting. Yeah. Um Taco's also a, a, a big scolder as well. Um been to many of many of Vikings games with Taco. Yeah. Uh oh, yeah. been to many of Vikings games with just his dad. So uh the Taco <laughs> didn't go to. So again, shout out Lance. Uh, <laughs> I, I was thinking about that. I don't know how many times I would wake up on a Sunday from a phone call from you. And you'd be like, what you doing? I'm lying in bed, clearly hung over. Nothing, Bennett. What are you doing? Well, I'm on the road with your dad going yeah. to a Vikings game. Yeah, I think we went cool. to uh, maybe two or three. I know for sure uh, Broncos game once with Tim Tebow uh, with the Broncos. Oh. I remember that one. When they made the comeback? Yeah, yeah. With t yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's crazy to think. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we've been to a lot of fun, fun games together. Uh Brett Favre's like first and last game, uh, really. Yeah. Uh, well, the first game was uh, the preseason game. Yeah, it was that... yeah, your cousin Eric and then Max and I, I think. Um, <laughs> that was a that was a fun sixteen year old ride home too. Uh, but yeah, that was that was the first game, and we saw him play for a series. And then yeah. I remember the second year he was with the Vikings. So we went back, and it was like against the Bills, and he got hurt. On maybe yeah. the second play, and so before the dome collapsed too, correct. So we didn't have to fold, which um, I would have loved. I would have loved. But we got to we got to talk about the best memory of the Metrodome, going to games. I think you're known headed with this. Go ahead, the Lions. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. No, that was fun. It was fun to be rowdy. Uh, you know, I think the well, you can look it up. It's the Dan Orlovsky running out of the back of the end zone game, yeah. and the Vikings were down at halftime, three to two, to the Detroit Lions. And I kept just saying, "It's the fucking Lions!" Like <laughs> they were still. I mean, they've always been bad. And then we and uh, I think like Dave Timish sat in front or close to you guys too, didn't you? Right. Front left. And then like, that group, there was like a group of like six dudes. To the right of you. Yeah, that all, yeah. but they always had seats. Your dad got to know yes. them. They were like college buddies, and they had yeah. seats together. Um, and I actually remember I saw them at, uh, well, at the time it was TCF Bank Stadium when the Vikings were there. Uh, oh, really? They, I sat in the same section as them, and they like hung around after the game, and I noticed them. Uh, That's awesome. But yeah, I remember the group of us started the Fire Childers chant as well, and then. The Vikings would turn up and they'd pick up momentum and then they'd turn up the music and shut her down. And I'm not sure how many people would believe us, but it was 100% you and those four guys that got that whole stadium roaring with yeah. fire children. Yeah, I mean, that was fun. Uh, they sucked. So the Vikings oh God, sucked. So bad. We didn't. Those are the fun 13 and three years, you know? You got to. And that's when, you, that's when you were proudly saying that Chris Cooley was the best player on the team. He was. He Every time he was, he probably, yeah, him and yeah, he was Chris Cooley was shout out the punter. Um, yeah, lots of good times. 
we can stick on the Scolders for a minute. You sad Delvin's right. gone? Yes and no. Yeah. Um, yes, because like he he did some good things for us, but no, because he was going to cost what eleven million dollars this year to yeah dance around a little bit and get fumble the yards. ball. Yeah, where Alexander's Madison can also get three yards and not follow his lead block, so it's fine. Right. Like anybody okay. can do it. Yeah. I'm with you. Uh, a little. I'm not surprised. Um, I'm not surprised they couldn't trade him because who? Nobody's going to pay him that much. That's why. Right. They didn't right. trade him. So. I mean, if DeAndre Hopkins couldn't get a trade partner, right? Dominic Cook's not going to get a trade partner. Correct. Yeah, a 30 year old guy who sat out six games or eight games last year, who's still right. one of the best wideouts in the league. Don't care. Yes. He's not. He's not Adam Thielen. So. Uh, yeah, dude. Uh, I'm the same way. I'm kind of excited that he's gone. New Leaf. Yeah. Turn it over. Hope they trade Daniil this week, too. You want to trade Daniil? Really? For a bag of balls. I could care less. Mm-hmm. The guy's not good anymore, dude. Like, let's just yeah, call it. I agree. Fact's a fact. He wants a new contract, and he hasn't played a bunch and sat out time. And Yeah. Only downfall with trading Daniil, if we do, or cutting him, whatever happens. Uh then we're really thin at the line, I feel like. Yeah, like I think, super- I mean, yeah, you're probably right. I think they, well, they also, I'm really high on the Army kid, the undrafted free agent. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I can't think of, I know exactly what you're talking about. And the Cincinnati guy, right? Yeah, Ivan Pace is a stud. He's probably yeah. going to end up starting at middle linebacker <laughs> for the Vikings. Um, but, yeah, I think there, they have. There's, there's plenty of guys to have depth. I mean, yeah, you want to have a legit, a legit pass rusher, but there's also, you know, time you could maybe bring in an old. There's probably an old vet still sitting out there. Oh, I'm sure. Looking and for a deal. Not yet. There will be after training camp. Promise you. Right. Exactly. Somebody will get cut surprisingly too, and. Shit happens, yep. right? Or somebody will go on the block, just like when they got Yannick and Gakwe out of nowhere to not right. produce for having for three weeks or whatever. And then we had. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> so, uh, no, I, I'm excited for the Vikings this year. Like, uh, offensively, we should be solid. Yeah. Defensively, can it get worse? Yes. Will it get worse? God, I hope not. Because but- Flores is probably a better manager of players and putting guys in a better situation to succeed. Yeah. But it's hard to say if, if we get hurt, like we did last year, injury wise, and we're playing guys off the street. Yeah. Could be again. Yeah. That's always a tough look. That's also where I like Ed rushers too, uh, without names. And I think they can come in and make impact. I mean, there's, there's guys that come in, because they come in and they're not demanding a double team, right? And so you don't know this guy. And so you bring a guy in and he can really tear it up for a couple of weeks, get somebody healthy in just a personal personal opinion. I mean, you pay a guy a lot of money, you're expecting him to take up blocks essentially um, right. and still get home. So you can pay a guy a little bit of money and hope he can win a one-on-one battle. So Right, right. Totally agree. <laughs> yeah. That's how I feel. I think they're going to be solid. That secondary is young, looking better. I was real excited about Byron Murphy. Um, get Lewis Seen back. But, yes. yeah, you got to find a way to get pressure on the QB, no doubt. But the offense is just so good. The O-line is, yes. the O-line is finally there, I feel. You know, it's, it's top-notch. 
Obviously, well, first time we've had an O-line since 08. Takes a long time to build one, dude. They, I tell people that all the time. Is like when the Vikings had a top-notch defense and everybody was in their prime and young, mm-hmm. they didn't have an offensive line and we couldn't right. win games. So it's kind of it's hard to build both. There's not a lot of teams that can do it. Um, and now we have an O-line and that window closes fast too and they got to – you got to make the moves. So it'll yeah. be interesting. Game of football, How much though. Give uh, JJ this offseason. All of it. All of it. If you had to put a number on it, what would you put it? He's going to make $35 million a year. As he should. 10,000%. Like, it's going to be an extension. So let's see. He's going into year four. We picked up his fifth year. So we have him next year. So basically the next two and they'll do it just like they did the Jalen hurts deal. So it's an extension. So the next two will be really cheap and then it'll be backloaded at like 35, probably close to $40 million a year. Let's get crazy with some wild speculation. When it's all said and done, is he better than Randy Moss? I think so. You think so? Really? Yeah. There's just nobody like him. Like, Randy yeah. was good, but, I mean, Randy was good at what? Taking the top off the defense. Just getting open, yeah. Run straight and get get open. Yeah. Sure. J.J. can bang a slant. You know, he's yeah. he runs such good, clean routes. They use him so creatively. Uh, that's why yeah. I think, ultimately, and the games progress so much, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, I ultimately think, yeah, he probably will be. I just... It's just a different era. They're throwing the ball more, right? So hopefully we don't trade him to Oakland in the middle of his prime, so he lose, doesn't lose a couple of years. Yeah, but. yeah, I think so. I think he'll be a guy that'll probably be on the Vikes forever, catching God, touchdowns from Caleb Williams next year. That'd be sweet. I probably have to give up a lot for that, but hey, whatever, let's do it. Or we don't. Maybe that's why they're not signing any day linemen. Because you think we're going to tank? No, I don't. I never I was, think that. I was going to say, who's this Bennett? Like, and what would you do with my you, old friend? You know, I'm the most optimistic Vikings fan in the world. You and Lance going to Super Bowl every year. I mean, I can see it. Definitely a possibility. You said this at the bottom of the pit, so I know you're going to say that. You, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I believe firmly. I also, I also understand too. Like, I know people. Like, oh, you know, and people are like surprised when teams come out of nowhere and do well. I'm not because it's the best 32 players in the world. Oh, absolutely. You know, they're like most of the guys on every team is is top 32 football players at that position in the world. Yes. That's how I like to look at it. So, yeah, any given any given Sunday, you know. Absolutely. And like we talked about earlier with injuries, anything can happen. That's right. That's right. And the North is. I mean, I don't, I'll say it. North looks like a cakewalk. Not if you talk. Not if you look at what ESPN is saying. It's lines to lose. Yeah, I guess. Uh, call me when they've done anything ever. When's the last time the lines have won a division title? What? It was before I was born, so ninety-one. I think so. Pretty close. Yeah. yeah. So they made the playoffs one time with Calvin Johnson and Stafford. Once. Yep. Yep. So. The Lions will lion. All right. That's a fact of yeah. life. Death, yeah. taxes, hind drink, and natter days, and the Detroit <laughs> Lions finding ways to lose football games. That I was, think Hines single handedly keeping natter days going. 
Yeah. Um, boop, 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 breaking news too. Uh, as we're recording this right now, uh, he's, well, I know some other people have sent me like they found it or whatever, but he sent me a video of a taste test of a bush light peach. You know, I thought about driving to the uh, liquor store in town and seeing if they had it. Um, Avid listener of all my podcasts, JD has uh, sent me a message and they are in Fairmont. And he said seven out of 10. Jordan Kirk said he was going to go find some. Let's see. Hein found some. Jeff hasn't found any. Um, I feel like I've heard from some other people that said they, they found them and it's good. So I also say I called Total Wine here, yeah. which is here in Minneapolis, right? Um, heartbreaker. It's not coming to uh, Arizona. I'll say Minneapolis. When did you get to Minneapolis? No, that's where Total Wine's at. Oh, okay. They have right. them in the Twin Cities Metro and then down here. Good to know. I did not know that. Yeah. So, uh, real big heartbreaker there for the boy. But they also just got Bush Peach or Bush Apple down here at the end of the summer last year because they said Bush Light. The guy on the phone literally told me that Bush Light was just trying to get rid of it last year. So. And I know I've told you this, and I'm going to tell you again. I truly just did not like Bush Apple. Yeah, I know. That's okay. I mean, everybody's entitled to their opinion, even when they're wrong. I know. I knew you were gonna say that. It's a great line, but yeah, I'll give Peach a shot. A shot, but I don't know. I just didn't taste right to me for whatever reason. Heinz said it's good. Heinz taste test review took a you know I did the old Dave Portnoy took a swig, mm, mm, took yeah. another swig, and he's like, it's good, and that was it's it. Good. So that's all I got. So all right, but yet again, you said it. The guy loves his Natterdays, so. Yeah. Who, and you just take on that. So but it's hard to say. I, I don't hate him. I really don't. But I'm fat. So I probably already have diabetes. And so I shouldn't be pounding Natterdays. Much like I shouldn't be pounding Bush apples or probably the peaches. There's probably a lot of sugar in those. But I feel yeah. like I can feel the sugar run between my teeth on the Natterdays. Sure. So. Sure. Everybody's got their advice, you know, and yep. his is just hundred days. A couple of them are good. Uh, last summer, he left a 30 rack of uh, like the uh, red, white, and blue ones sure. in my fridge down here. He came down for a work thing, stayed the weekend, and uh, he left a 30 rack in my fridge. And then him and Court came down, and they were staying at a place, and we weren't – I brought him to him at his hotel, and we were drinking outside the hotel at a bar. Yeah. The waitresses like weren't coming around and we just started drinking Natterdays on the patio of this hotel as we were drinking the other beer that they're supposed sure. to be bringing us. Yeah. And the girl's like, I look, uh, I didn't see that we had those here. And I was like, yeah, no, you were taking too long. We were out of beer. So we started drinking these. So I will say after a round of golf, a Natterdays does kind of hit the spot. It is nice on a hot day. I do. I, I totally get it. I, uh, I totally get it. Uh, Jeff's line, we don't drink shame, except for we do. I do, at least. Um, but it is a really good thing on a nice, warm day. I would agree. It is. Um, before we get to your notes. Oh, God. Okay, here we go. I want, to, I want you to bring the people in on some breaking news. Because I tried talking about this on my other pod, Back to Even. Shout out. If you don't listen, please do. Um, what's up? With LeBron and Taco Bell versus Taco John's. So, essentially what it boils down to is, you know how LeBron had, I don't know if we can even say that, he trademarked his own name, so. That's true. I 
I hope to get a cease and desist from somebody big. That would, that would actually be really big for my podcasting career. So, right. so okay, so I'll blast it then. So LeBron. Yep, say it I'm, 10 times. LeBron, LeBron, LeBron. I'm giving up after that. Um, he he had those videos of Taco Tuesday. I think it was during COVID or whatever. Taco you know. Tuesday. Yeah, him yeah, doing that, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, Um, Essentially... Taco John's trademark Taco Tuesday back in the 80s before it was even a thing. Um, and yeah, that's the Taco- thing that I think I'm going to cut you off just real fast because I think f- people feel like they trademarked it yesterday. Like Taco John's was doing Taco Tuesdays and you could get like, they probably started at like 40 cent tacos. But I remember them being like 50 cent hard shells at one point. 89 yep. cent hard shells. I don't know if they do a dollar hard shells now, maybe a dollar well, 29. When I started working there, hard shells were 89 cents and soft shells were 99 cents. I don't know. And that was 15 years ago. So right. I don't know what it is today. But. but then wasn't there a special on Taco Tuesdays or you could get like two for a certain price or something? When it started, yeah, it was called two for Tuesdays or That's Taco, Taco Tuesdays, T W O S. Um, and it was like 40 cents for a taco back then. So, yeah. Okay. So essentially Taco Bell and LeBron think that they should get to say Taco Tuesday whenever they want, because, you know, they run the world. Um, and they're, they clearly came up with this, but they're saying that it's because it's part of like the everyday vernacular. Like you can't really trademark it, which is ridiculous to say. Right. Um, so that's, what's going on. Um, I haven't done too much time talking to dad about it because he gets all pissed off, but yeah, it is. Yeah. I'm excited to have Lance on not only talk about a six pack and a pound, but uh, to see where his stance is. Or we might, we might get him fired up. I'm not sure. He might, he might have to just pour himself a whiskey and calm down. But um, yeah, I think if anybody can get him fired up, you can get, I think I can. I'm, I will say um, I have, on TikTok, I see the. Have you seen this at all? Yeah, on TikTok, I have TikTok. I'd never watch it though. So I have it on my iPad only. Otherwise, I just get lost in the sauce that is TikTok, and it my my okay. life just goes by. Right, like sure. I'm like, hey, I got a free thirty seconds. Better watch a TikTok. So, anyways, <laughs> I got rid of it off my phone. And I just have it on my iPad now. But, and I it might be because Apple products notoriously listen to our conversations, but they keep us safe. So I will, I shout out Apple. I know you're anti Apple, but, uh, and I'm on a MacBook right now, but except for you, yeah, taco, you text taco, you get a green bubble. Um, it's all right. You're a teacher. That's okay. So, um, teacher salary, right? Hey, first joke right there. There it is. Um, no, uh, but yeah, I think, what I don't even know what I was saying, dude. You got me all messed up because I started making fun of that Apple products. Mm. Taco TikTok. Bell, uh, Taco Bell ad. They have like, uh, like a lawyer essentially. I mean, it's probably like a play lawyer, but yeah, yeah. like reading about the case, and it shows like the the defamation suit, and it says Taco Bell, LeBron versus. Taco John's, which is I, what's their something spices is their actual name. I think Taco John's Incorporated is under another uh, name. So okay, probably an LLC. But yeah, uh, yeah, dude, what a wild thing. Um, right. There was a letter from the CEO of Taco. Uh, real, yeah. You see, 
Yeah, which I'm sure you know. I mean, Taco John's is a pretty tight knit group. Yeah, dad, I know Jim pretty well. Yeah, is his is it uh, is his son the one that's on the corn ferry? Yes, Josh Creel. Yeah, he should be his favorite golfer. We'll have to try to see if we can get him on this podcast. Be sure sweet if somebody knew knew him, but I don't know. I I would guarantee he's Fairmont's favorite golfer because he used to stay at my parents' house all the time. Really? When he was on, on the uh, Canadian tour. Hmm. Um, my dad caddied for him multiple times. I mean, yeah. Hmm. He used to golf at interlocking all the time. You think he golfs in Scottsdale ever? Yeah, I'm sure he does. He yeah. lives down in uh, Oklahoma. I'm sure he has some friends down there oh, that he golfs with. Yeah, especially if he's on the Corn Ferry. It's a right. facetious statement. <laughs> oh, um, sorry. I catch up on uh, your jokes all the time. Sorry. That's why you make fun of me. That's all right. Um, but anyways, yeah, what was his his letter to LeBron? I mean, he kind of was throwing shade because he lives yeah. in, like, what, Montana or something? Wyoming. Well, he actually lives in Scottsdale. Jim does. Oh, he does? Yeah. But, like, uh, Taco John's International is in Wyoming and in Minneapolis. So he just bounces be- between the three. Gotcha. Um, pretty much just calling out LeBron, like, come check things out if you're going to talk trash. Because, I don't know, do you watch the NBA Finals at all? I mean, I see him, but they're obviously like the Lakers aren't there. I did see his remark in that letter where he's like, uh, we knew you'd be, you, we knew you wouldn't get past Denver anyways or something. Right. Well, LeBron has a commercial where he, he ke- jokes about saying Taco Tuesday and he's like, somebody is not letting us say, say this online or th- say this on national television, which just trying to stir it up and get, give it more attention which is actually working out in Taco John's favor more than anything. So yeah, keep it up. It's free pub. Uh, I do enjoy the people saying, uh, like on the, that's the, that ad that I was talking about. The comments yeah. are like Taco John's is superior anyways, which I would agree. So, you know, I, I have plenty of people that say they like Taco Bell more than Taco John's and they're entitled to the wrong opinions. Like you said earlier. Yep. Even when they're wrong. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, I mean, like, Ton had never had Taco Bell. And then I put some potato lays in her hand and a side of nacho cheese. You mean she's never had Taco John's? Oh, that's what I meant. Sorry, yeah. But now she loves it. So she's Good. that's part of her, like, excitement to get back is to have some potato lays and nacho cheese. You know, you might have to drive up to Fairmont this time and see Lance, and he might hook you up. Yeah, might have to. Might have to do it. Yeah. Yeah, we'll have to make a tour. No, it it it's just a weird thing because I'm invested in Taco John's, not financially, emotionally. <laughs> um, your family's financially invested, so yeah, it's, yeah. it's something I care about. It's just a crazy thing. Add it to the LeBron hate. I know there's some LeBron lovers that that uh, listen to this pod, but not for me anymore, dude. I used to like LeBron, and now he made it personal. So that's right. That's true. You have a personal vendetta against LeBron. Um, yep. Yeah, can't wait for him to not be playing basketball anymore, just because of this. Yep. Hope it ends poorly for you. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah. That's all I'm gonna say. So as always, when we do these things, time really starts to fly, and you have no idea where we're at. No. Um. What's what's your notes? I want to get to your notes to make sure we have time. Sure. Um, this is something I talked to you about last week when I was getting sushi. Oh yeah. 
What are your overall, overall thoughts on sushi? Still hate it. Uh, still act like a child. Actually, it's I shouldn't say hate. I don't mind like a California roll. That's okay. Uh, dip it in some soy sauce. I can do that. Um, so the story uh, Taco is referencing, uh, his dad, Lance, uh, I think, I don't I think it was just us three. Yeah. I don't know what we were doing, but we were in the cities for some reason. Yeah. I don't, I don't know either. Uh, but they, you know, well-cultured folk, uh, they like sushi. And again, we were younger. I think I was just out of high school. Um, that sounds about right. Who knows? And I don't think, I mean, I know you guys liked it, but I think we're at Tiger Sushi. Is that right? The place? Yeah, in, in Mall, Mall of America. America. Yeah. <laughs> so we go to Tiger Sushi in the Mall of America, and they had me try all the stuff. And then re- in all reality, there was one that was okay, and it's I've been okay with it before. after, too. Like a crunchy roll, because like, it's fried yep. and cooked. Like Everybody can yep. eat that. Uh, I have had a eel roll before too uh at a company thing and it was actually pretty solid so i'm getting better but um smart asked me as <laughs> i didn't eat a lot that day and no. i appreciate lance taking me out trying to get me to try something new but i was closed-minded and the waitress came by and she said can i get anything else for you guys and i said yeah a burger and Lance and Taco just lost their mind. Um, I still feel the same way. Also, my first time in a sushi restaurant, I could have puked the second I walked in there. Oh, God. Man, it was awesome. Just seeing your reaction to everything was pretty, pretty incredible. Yeah. Just a small town girl living in a lonely world, <laughs> you know? <laughs> All right. My other note. Oh, so you we- made two notes. So you come at me hot and heavy and you made two notes. And I said another note. Oh, I said I thought you said my other note. Another note. Okay. I might have said I don't know. Doesn't matter. Um, so we we both lost our grandparents around the same time, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I, I lost my grandpa Ted right before you lost your grandpa. Yep. Um, and we we kind of helped each other through that. Like, I called you as a blubbering mess. You called me as a blubbering mess, and yep, we helped each other out through that. But do you remember the when we were driving around? After your grandpa's funeral, just shut, chopping it up. Yeah, I do. And we're close to downtown, and there's that guy in the middle of the road. Yeah, I do. Um, so it was actually it was before my grandpa's funeral, and um, you had came home. I think you were were you in school? Let's see, that was 2015. So you had still been in school. Yep. Um, so you came home, hang out with me. Greatly appreciated. And we were just going for a drive, and I know that I was drinking with a lot, you know, family was there, everybody was, you know, right? So there was some some drinks flowing, and I was intoxicated, and Taco just picked me up, and we just went for a drive, and uh, this guy was literally in the middle of the road, and Taco, like, he was walking across the street, and we were coming up, and he was... Not in a crosswalk. Right? I mean, he was just walking in, into the road. Middle of the road, yes. And so Logan slowed down, and then he stopped in the middle of the road. And so mm-hmm. Taco honked at him. And then he started screaming at us and tried, like, kicking the car. And I rolled down the window. I was like, get the fuck out of the road. And the guy's like, what are you going to do about it? And I hit him with my classic line. And I, I Taco stopped. I opened the door. And I said, I'm going to fuck you up with some polio. And that gets everybody, and he got out of the road, so it worked. Um, and then we just kept driving. So, God, yeah, that yeah. was a good one. I do remember you not being able to laugh. Uh, 
Sticking with vehicles, uh, you remember the time you left a Diet Coke can in my truck, and then the uh, next day or two days later, you got in my truck and thought, that's probably still still my my Diet Coke can, and you took a big swig. Thank God the windows were down because you started to puke because it was chew spit. So It was the same day. It was literally hours apart, but yes, I do remember. I will never forget that. I had that blue Dodge. I literally came back and picked you up and you just grabbed that Diet Coke. I was like, oh, and you had already tipped it back. And then you're like, what is that? I was like, it's chew spit, dog. So. <laughs> oh, God. I thought it was really nice of you to save my Diet Coke. You know? I thought that was super cool. I'm like, God, Ben's such a good friend. What a guy. What a guy I am. Huh? Uh, just- no, that's that one sticks out for sure. That one. Oh. God, I forgot about that. That was awesome. Yeah. Oh, oh man. Did you have any other notes or just those two notes? <laughs> well, you talked about some of the things I wanted to talk about. Okay. Um, the I Viking stuff, yeah. Vikings, Ouija board. Like, those are all things I wanted to talk about, but you knocked them out of the park right away, so. Thank you. Made my life a lot easier. Uh, um, you still in contact with Dawa? Dawa? Yeah. All the time, telling fill up the water bottles. <laughs> so Taco was our one of our football managers, and the other one was our na- my one of my neighbors, Tyler Simon, lived across the street. Uh, Tyler, good cat, uh, but we called him Dawa because when we were younger, he had a speech impediment thing, and that's how he told us his name. He said he was trying to say Tyler, but it sounded like Dawa, and it just you know stuck. Why, you know why that was, right? It's a stroke. Yeah, he had a stroke when he yeah. was born, yeah. Yeah. So he still lives across the street uh, from my dad's place in town, and he is his neighborhood watch. He texts my dad anytime, like, hey, he left the garage door open or there's a package out front, something. So uh, good good dude, but no, I you, mean, guys were, uh, you guys were you managers like, of the year. Like, I knew Dawa, like, when we were little. Like, we had class together, and, like, I was one of the few kids that could understand him and his speech impediment when he, we were, like, in first, second grade. Yeah. So we were tight. So yeah, I might have been a dick to him, but yeah, it was was, you. You took on the role of head trainer, head water boy, so fast. It was great. You guys would get in little disputes. I loved it. I loved it. And you're right. You're right. I probably took myself a little bit too seriously, and that's probably why I don't take myself as seriously anymore because that's kind of embarrassing. No, but but like Mahoney told me that take charge and so that's what i did and it's like yeah i owned it yeah no you did it was good um appreciate you want to be around it you're you were too little to play football and you knew it you're like and you love you love football but yeah. I, I also remember you in seventh well you were seventh grade i was eighth grade on orange team you didn't have a face mask for like the first <laughs> week of practice <laughs> and they just let that. you keep going i'm like i don't think that's good dude like i don't know i mean shout out fairmont football but um, pretty sure the seventh graders should have face masks when we're doing tackling drills, but Taco did so, not. So for whatever reason, that that helmet didn't have a. It did have a, a mask, but it had like a lineman's mask. And you say know what it, I mean? Say it. No, I'm not say gonna say it. it but you, <laughs> say it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the tarred bar. There it is. And and it had the dips dip hole. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that the dipshit hole? Is that what it was? Yeah. Yeah, I had that. I'm like, I, I can't do that. If I'm going to play receiver, receiver, they're like, you're right. So they just took it off and waited first two days for one to come in, I guess. 
first two days of practice, I didn't have a face mask. So I was running around like a 1970s NFL kicker. It was yeah. Pretty awesome. And then you it looked like Corey Chavis from there on out. Absolutely. Because I remember the face mask at like here. Yes. I run running with my head straight up so I could see at the bottom yeah. of it. it was awesome. Yeah. yeah. Those are some good times there. Orange team really dominated that year too. I'll look back at the hey, records. True dynasty. What beating up on all the Fairmont uh, other Fairmont teams and never lost a game in junior high. You did I had no. nothing to do with it. Shout out Donnie never again. Donald Waltich might be Donald. like the greatest coach of all time. In all in, in, in all jokes. In like oh, no most, jokes. No jokes. I'm a coach. A lot of the reason why I'm the coach is because of Don Waltage. For sure. Um, like he coached me in fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth grade basketball, travel and school. Um, coached me in football, seventh and eighth grade. Maxwell's one of my best friends. I was around Donnie all the time. And his zest for life and one, wanting the best out of people and expecting the best out of people every day and not being demeaning about it. Yeah. It's something that I want to try to do for other kids. And I'm sure you feel the same way. Oh yeah, dude. It's uh it's been a blast to be back into it. We're in the thick of seven on seven season. Um and I know seven on seven is just a shirt and pants Olympic, but we had a set we had a session last night. We played four other teams and we did so good and I was so juiced to just call plays again. And I could just right. <clears throat> I feel bad sometimes looking back at myself as a coach and how like uptight I was, but it's also different, I think, and I've grown up too, right? But when you're a head coach and you're young and you're, you know, I, I, I probably had no business being a head coach at 24 years old. I'll say that. Um, but I was, I took advantage of the opportunity, made the best out of it. And now I, I've learned a lot of lessons and now I get to go and I'm, I'm excited and relaxed, but I don't, I mean, I, I don't holler. I get upset and I just kind of like compose myself and then I coach them, you know, it's like, it's a totally different me, but yeah, it's, uh, he was always like that. I guess is what I'm trying to say. So I, I get that a hundred percent, but don't sell yourself short. You work your tail off. Like, yeah, no, I'm excited. I'm happy where I'm at. I've done a lot of good things. I'm happy to be back. It's just, it was last, last night was our first seven on seven event. Tomorrow yeah. is going to be long. And we have one at the university of Arizona down in Tucson. We have one at ASU coming up. We just got a lot going on and they get to be late nights, but it's so much fun to just be able to compete again and call plays Absolutely. and like have these guys that just, you know, trust in you. And we have the, we have, we truly have the best strength and conditioning coach in the state of Arizona. And that makes it so much more fun because our kids are, they believe in themselves athletically and physically and they are going to make plays and they know it and they're calling for it. And I'll, I'll jump that kid. I'll run past him. Like, and they do it because they know they can, you know? So I'm in a good spot and I'm excited. I'm happy. Um, yeah, dude, two years to not do something you love is a long time, but it's, uh, it makes, it makes every day more valuable doing it for sure. Yeah. I'm excited to watch your games and I'm sure they're on YouTube, aren't they? I think so. Uh, we do our first game of the year is actually the AIA kickoff game. So it's the first game of the season in the state. We go down and play oh. a team in Tucson. So, so ESPN is going to be there. I think so. That? I think uh, ESPN ate the Ocho at least. No, I don't um, know what I'll, that means. So I was hoping Kirk was going to be there. That would be something. But yeah, it'll be sweet, dude. Um, not to put it out there, what's up with you in basketball? We we still doing it? We taking a second? Yeah. No, we're doing it. Um, 
I'm coaching freshmen this year, uh, a little bit of a reshuffle, yeah. which is fine. Um, we, uh, most people don't know. I, I told, I think, you and Brandon. Yeah. Only, only you guys that really know. Um, had a little bit of a reshuffle in the coaching world this year, and uh, new coach decided to keep me on. And instead of coaching JV, I'm going, to, going down to freshman, which is fine, like as long as I'm part of it and yeah. helping kids be better. That's all I want to do. Absolutely. Oh, that's good stuff, dude. That's good stuff. I'm glad to see you happy. I'm excited to see you here soon uh, in person. Whoop it up for a bit. But uh, yeah. I appreciate you hopping on here with me, brother. Um, sure, means a lot. Glad we could share some laughs and some stories. And uh, the best thing about these is that we always have them forever. And they're always yep. out there. So, um, And if you make... If you feel bad for the way that some of us talk to Logan, don't because look at him, he loves I'm us. Fine. He sent I'm a really fine. nice text when we when uh, during Brandon and I's pod, but I uh, meant every word I said about that. <clears throat> There's nobody more accepting as a friend of what his friends are, and he takes all the shit and tries to give it back, and then he just takes more shit. So that's why we no, love you. I appreciate you guys. Um, you know. Growing up next to Brandon and Will and Junk and Tyler as a younger guy, but I mean, I was still part of the neighborhood and you guys were always welcoming and you're never mean. Like everything you guys made fun of me for, I deserved. I'll be first to admit that. There it is. (laughs) Heard it here first. (laughs) But I mean, you guys are always great to me. So like, of course I'm going to take it because you're you're wittier than I am and you're bigger than I was at that time. I mean, I'm bigger than most of you now, but you're taller. No, I'm, I can still outrun most of you. So That's fine. I can, I can talk to you. I'm worried about rupturing an Achilles when I run now, Logan. I'm 31 years old. Okay. Uh, but no, God, I don't know. I think back to playing guard or night games at Tyler's house and Brandon's house before Brandon moved. Just a lot of good memories, you know? Yeah, absolutely. No, we got a unique group of friends and, Thankful for you all, and uh, yeah, dude, just uh, love you, man. Appreciate you coming on and sharing some stories. So it's the greatest people you never met, so that's what I'm trying to do is make sure everybody knows the people that I know. So Appreciate that. I don't think I'm one of the greatest people ever, but I'm glad that you think I do because that means a lot to me because I think you're one of the best people I know. Appreciate that, brother. Love you, man. Um, yeah, thanks, everybody, for listening. Please like, comment, share, subscribe, unsubscribe, rate five stars, all that fun stuff. Be good, everybody. The grass is only green the way you water it. Mm, the grass is only green the way you water it.